welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you want to be on the Strictly Anonymous podcast, this is a call-in show where everybody remains anonymous. I change everyone's voice. You make up a name. You could call me from a block number. I don't need to know who you are either. And nobody else will, because like I said, I change your voice. Uh, You just got to call in and tell me your interesting story. I mean, most people are telling me interesting, naughty stories. (laughs) But even if you have a problem and you want to call into the show while remaining anonymous, I love giving people my unprofessional advice. You could be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Or go follow me at Instagram or Twitter at Strict Anonymous. That's at Strict Anonymous. Follow me there and you could DM me to be on the show. I will take submissions that way too now. If you want to call in because you have a confession, a naughty confession that you just want to get off your back while remaining anonymous, I change my confession voices too. You could call into my confessions hotline. That number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. Now, a lot of people are calling there to like pitch me their stories to be on the show. I prefer an email as well because it's just better if you want to be on the show. Definitely leave me the confession so I could listen to it, but also email me if you can. Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com. The links to all the stuff I just told you will be in the description. And so today I have on Mark. Now I effing love this story. This is one of those stories that has like a beginning and a middle and an end. There's so much scandal that happened in this relationship. But what's great about this story and why I love it so much is because it does have an end. You do find out how they work through their problems. And that's why I love watching biographies, you know, and they typically do biographies like towards the end of someone's life, not in the middle, because sometimes it's frustrating to hear about a problem and not know how is it effing resolved, you know, especially if you're relating to that person and their problem. But when you see like a biography or the whole picture, you could really learn from other people who have been through what you've been through, but are on the other side. And that is Mark. Mark is a guy who has a wife and they were really super open and doing everything that they wanted to do and living like the best life. And then she had kids and things changed and he got angry. He wasn't getting the attention that he was getting, just like a lot of you other guys out there, okay? Um, And he cheated. So he cheated and he started seeing other people and he was sloppy and she caught him and then she revenge fucked people and she told him and they had a long time in between the time that he cheated and where they are now, where they were really on a different page and were a really bad couple but they found 
their way back to each other. And that's what's so super interesting. The other thing I forgot to mention in the beginning is there was a little scandal of how they met. I mean, this was a girl that worked, that he worked with. She was way younger than him. He was married to his wife, his first wife. And he saw her walk by and he was like, boom, they started a really hot, steamy affair. It was all about SEX. And that's how they established their open relationship. It was there from the get-go. And then wait till you hear what happened, how the wife found out what went down, how he wound up with this young coworker who is, you know, his wife for the next 30 years. But anyway, they had like this long time where they weren't doing anything and the sex was bad because he cheated, blah, blah, blah. But they wound up finding their way back. And when they found their way back, they started swinging again. It's like full circle. And they're like living their best life. His wife loves girls. She hooks up with women. They really love the male theme, the male, male, female threesomes. They've had DPs. They've had DVPs. I had to get him to tell me again what that was. <laughs> You'll find out. Uh, they go to swingers club. She goes to the dungeon. She's into BDSM. He talks about all that kind of stuff, the stuff that they're really into, the times that he has crossed swords and hooked up with guys and how his girl loves that, their daddy dom dynamic they have now. And again, like I said, we 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 focus on the dramatic change he had that really changed their relationship. And that's what's really fascinating and powerful because he is here to say that you could totally lose your way. You and your partner, if you've gone in two totally separate directions, but you were once good and you both want to get back to that place, you can because they did and they are doing great. So anyway, did I just tell you the whole story? I didn't. You have to hear all the details, okay? It's just really a great episode. I love stories like this. They're kind of like my faves because, you know, it's like a biography. <laughs> it's Mark's biography. So I'm going to get right to it and right, be right back on with Mark. Oh, I always forget about this. He sent in his wife knows. They listened to my podcast together. His wife knows that he was calling in. She allowed him to send in some pics of her. I have some anonymous pics of her as well as all my other guests, mostly most of my female guests, as well as some guys on my Patreon. You could sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. It's only $5 to join. You get to hear those anonymous confessions. You get to see pics of so many of my guests. Just a lot of stuff. You get the, these episodes early and ad-free and a lot more. You could sign up, it's five bucks. You could cancel at any time. Anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Mark. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Mark, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm fine. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for calling in. Now, you know, I love a swingers gone wrong story, and I don't know necessarily that that's it, because there is like a happy ending to you and your wife, right? It's your wife's relationship. But there was a time and that you did open it up, and you guys were seeing people outside of the marriage as well as together, and that didn't work out, right? We'll discuss that, but you still are swingers and you go to swing clubs and that has helped your relationship. Are Those are the two things that are going to be going on in this story, right? Right. It, it started out uh, when we got married. Uh -huh. Actually, we decided before we got married 
that we would not be monogamous right. because we just weren't that kind of people. And we kept it on the down low and we had friends that would come over. We would go over to friends' houses. We had a neighbor that lived across the hall in, a, in an apartment building. We would either go and visit her together or are take they, turns. Wait, but wait, are these friends in quotes, like friends, like quotes, and like the you know, uh, go over visit in quotes? Like, are these people you're banging? <laughs> uh, well, people that we were uh, acquainted with. The, the lady across the hall worked with my wife. So it was just kind of a happy coincidence, but not a, a close friendship where, you know, they, they watch my kids. No, but I mean, like, are you Christmas. telling me that these are people that you were hooking up with? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah, we yeah. That's what I meant. Like friends. Like you're like, we had some friends. I don't, you know, most people, when they say we have friends, yeah. it doesn't mean they're sleeping with them. That's what I meant. Quotes like friends. Uh, like... Yeah, that, that's, that's true. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Back, Back then, most of our friends we were sleeping with. <laughs> those right. friends. So that's the kind we, of friends we were, they were. Yeah, that's the kind of friends they were. And but, a neighbor uh, and a coworker neighbor. How did you start hooking uh, up with and, her? Uh, well, they kind of flirted with each other, uh, her uh, coworker, and then she moved across the hall from us. And things escalated. We had, we had hooked up with her one time before at her apartment. She lived nearby, but did not live across the hall. Once she lived across the hall, it was on. Uh, we were over there <laughs> quite frequently and together and taking turns because you know, someone had to watch the kids. But, uh, <laughs> you know. How old were you guys, like, in your horny 20s at that time? Uh, she, she was in her 20s. I was probably 30. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a little bit older than her, mm-hmm. but she was down for everything and pretty much still is. Uh, there's only a few things that I have tried to get her to do that she will not do. Uh, I mean, let me back up. She agreed to do it just because I asked her to. It's kind of that daddy dom uh, dynamic there where she wants to please me. Mm-hmm. And she has finally, after our rough patch, which we'll talk about if you yeah. want to, yeah. the uh, uh, we've come to a good place. But there was a, a time where I was doing a little swinging on my own, if you know what I mean. I was not uh, being forth. <laughs> I was forth. I was not being honest and yeah. and letting her know, hey, this is what I want to do. And really, she would not have mind. So when you know that all came out, that's what really pissed her off was I wouldn't have cared. It's the distrust. It's the the deception. Of the course, lie. that's what's so yeah. crazy when you hear. And I need you to try to figure out and explain because I think the hardest thing for anyone, especially your partner, but even for people listening to the story, like to understand is why would somebody who's got a free effing pass to do whatever they want, 100% it would be totally okay to be down to do, and they got the coolest partner on the planet, people would salivate to have her as their girl, open and cool and okay with all of this. Why does that person then go and quote unquote cheat? I've heard it before. You're not the first one, but I like, you know, I would like an ex. People want to know why. Yeah, I, I, uh, greed, 
selfishness. I want my way and I want to control what you do, but I want to do whatever I want to do. So there's something about, but let me ask you this. Is it, is it because there's something about her not knowing? Because listen, you could still, you could do what you wanted to do. You could be selfish. She was allowing you to. So it still doesn't make sense in that. It was it that her not knowing got you off. Her not knowing. And the, the fact that I was going to have to talk to her about it beforehand. Oh, The, the arrangement uh, if she wasn't comfortable with it, you know, we, we had the mutual veto power. If I'm not comfortable, I can cut you off. If you're not comfortable, you can cut me off. Well, uh, okay. there's, it's a, a binary decision. You, you yeah. may say yes, but you might say no. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. So and you were like, "Wow, yeah, it is kind of, it is kind of selfish." Because you're like, "What a fucking asshole!" You know, here, this guy, what, like, "What a fucking asshole!" Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all I can say. That's what you would. That's the best description <laughs> right. was, uh, for a very for for a long time. A lot. We all are when we're young. I think we're just. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it, we we work that stuff out. But yeah, like, and how did she find out? Oh, I was the worst. She, I mean, I was the worst. It's almost like I subconsciously told on myself, sabotage, you know, you can't keep your story straight. Uh, You know, when you don't, you have unaccounted for time. Yeah. That, you know, you tell a lie and then later you tell a different lie. That's not the same as the first lie. Uh, She's sharp. She is she is very meticulous mm-hmm. with, with with details, as are most women. But <laughs> yeah, uh, we know it when it's happening. Yeah, we, and, and yeah. she nailed me, and and it, and it pissed me off that I couldn't get away with it. And then years went by where we were just existing together right. because there was so much distrust, mm-hmm. and. It, at times, it looked like we probably were just going to split up. But yeah. I'm I'm very glad that we we didn't because we came back around, uh-huh. uh, older in life, yeah, a little wiser, a mm-hmm. little more giving, mm-hmm. and I can be honest now. I was a fucking asshole back then. Yeah, I love and, that you could and, own it, and I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't know if this is a, a male thing. You're just kind of angry. You right. have all this aggression. It's pent up. Uh-huh. And, you know, and that's why you want to go hook up and take it out on someone that means nothing to you. Yeah. And then leave. Mm-hmm. No responsibility. Nothing. Uh, yeah. It's completely juvenile. Yeah. And now I was ready to be the man that she wanted to be with in the beginning. And I, I tell her I regret not being this way the whole time, but thank you for staying until I finally got on board, as she says. <laughs> but we 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 we, uh, we go to sex clubs. We have some sex clubs we won't go to. Uh, they're always out of town. That's the only real rule we have now is away from town. Our yeah. our kids are grown. Yeah. Uh, we got family on both sides nearby. We we don't want to show up and see anybody we know. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's, it's like you're here, I'm here, but someone will talk. And, you know, even though I ran into you at the sex club. Uh, so we just, she's very private. She wants to keep everything 
uh, all of her information to herself. And mm -hmm. so we go out of town, we go, it's about a four hour drive either direction. And uh, we have a ball. We started going last year and we went to the Halloween, you know, they always have the Halloween costume parties. Yeah. And, uh, New Year's Eve and, you know, the people New Year's Eve, we were standing in line behind waiting to get in. They were a bit younger than us. We ended up hooking up with them later mm -hmm. in, in an open area right in front of everybody. And that, that's something that I don't think even I anticipated that we would do. And, you know, I said, go for it. I told her. And I felt zero jealousy or insecurity even before I did have some jealousy, some yeah. insecurity, that twist in the gut kind of feeling. But I was like, no. I love watching you do what you do so well, even if it's not with me. Right. So even that part of you changed as well. So yes. many years later. Yes. Interesting. Uh-huh. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347 420 3579. That's 347 420 3579. You could call that number 24 7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. If sexual pleasure is a priority in your life, which I'm assuming it is, that's why you're here, right? <laughs> then your sexual health should also be top priority. Knowing your STD status protects not only you, but also all of your partners. <laughs> and now you could discreetly test at home with Everlywell. Everlywell is digital healthcare designed for you. They have over 30 at-home lab tests, including food sensitivity tests, a celiac screening test, a women's health test, that's the one I'm doing, and the STD test, which is gonna test you for seven types of STDs. And all of these tests are done in the privacy of your own home. And it's super simple. You're gonna just order your test. Everly sends everything you need in one package. You just collect your sample at home, send it back, there's prepaid shipping, and then your physician-reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days. That's right. It's super easy. I ordered, I told you, the women's health kit, and I can't wait to take it. I love knowing what's going on in my body. <laughs> and you should too. Go get tested. And for listeners of the show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash strictly anon. That's everlywell.com slash strictly anon for 20% off your next at-home lab test, everlywell.com slash strictly anon, or just go to the description, click on the link, and make sure to use the code at the top of the page. Thanks, Everlywell, for sponsoring this episode. Yes. Uh, um, um, I, I, she asks me, what happened? And I said, I don't know. I'm just not angry anymore. I'm not mad about stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't get mad about anything. Right. Uh, so uh, I want to give and I want to go and do and travel and do stuff with her. 
uh, I, I try to get as much time with her as I possibly can. You know, I, when the kids come over, I'm like, geez, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to have to share her with them. But yeah. yeah, she is their mom. But uh, yeah, maybe a little bit of that, you know, maybe you were a little angry about that when the kids were little and she would, you know, because that happens a lot. Very, very true. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want you to give me that kind of attention, totally. that sort of affection. And it was it was not going to happen because. No moms fucking way. Yeah, sorry. No, As a mom, no. you're like, you're, you're nope. it's your babe. It's about your baby, not your That's other it. babe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and now we have more time for each other. I love this story. Then, Let's go back to the beginning because sure. it's such a, you know, I love that you're telling this story from like the bigger picture because you've been through it and you resolved it. I think those, those stories are always the best ones to hear. Sometimes you're talking about somebody, you know, to somebody who's in the middle of it and we don't know yeah. how does that person resolve it or that could be like frustrating to listen to because you want to know like no how ending. to get, yeah, there's no ending yet. But yeah. this story we have, that's like the middle of the story. So let's go back a little bit again. Now, when, uh-huh. I mean, cause I know that you said that you guys started out from the get go, like we are just not yeah. monogamous people. You sound older now. So, you know, yep. back in those days, it was very rare that people were like hooking up and saying to each other, like, let's not be monogamous. Like, how did you guys meet and how did you know that you were not monogamous people, including her? Because as a woman back in those days to be like, yeah, I want to fuck other people. You know, she might be worried that you're going to think she's a quote unquote slut. You know, there's a lot of stigma attached to that kind of thing. Well, I was married to someone else when I met her. So, Ooh. yeah, uh, we worked together mm-hmm. and she walked past me, uh, going to her department one day and <laughs> I just had to talk to her uh-huh. and I'm not normally that kind of a person that just walks up to women and that I don't know, Yeah, you know, and, and starts talking to her. I was just infatuated with her from the first time mm-hmm. I saw her mm-hmm. and she's, she has a sex drive like a man. So, right. you know, that did appeal to me because I had that sex drive as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, someone that that wanted to do it as much as I did. And we did it everywhere in cars, in the parking lot, everywhere we could. Yeah, cheating sex. It was cheating sex at that point, right? Which could be very hot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and uh, then she got pregnant. Oh, I love this. This story gets more interesting as it goes. <laughs> I didn't know there well, was all this scandal. I love it. <laughs> oh yeah, there's there's a there's a great deal. Of okay, it. go but, on. Uh, so I I got divorced. She said, "I'll I'll I'll have the baby, or we won't have the baby. What do you want to do?" I said, "I want to be with you." So wow. how long I, though I, into that you know hot affair? were did she get pregnant seven months so seven months into it and one last question before you go on with your story were you and your wife that you were with having Mm -hmm. issues or was like everything great in that relationship but in came this girl that you couldn't take your eyes off of and the sex was so good or was your relationship at home not so great and maybe that's why you looked over there not so great. Okay. Uh, I had, I, she had checked out. I had checked out. Right. Um, and it's, this was just the last straw. 
Right, right, that's, right, right. This was what you needed to get out of that already yes. bad relationship. Okay, cool. So seven months into it, she gets effing pregnant. You make the yep. decision to stay with her. Now you have to go home and tell your wife, like, oh, by the way, I got my young hot coworker pregnant. Did you tell her or did you not? More scandal. She <laughs> walked in on us walking, <laughs> and what we were we were not doing it then, but yeah, uh, we were we were together holding hands. Where she knew exactly? What was it? Uh, we were out in a public place. Oh we my god, sloppy! You're right. You are sloppy. About. You're fucking yeah. sloppy. You always get caught. <laughs> I was crazy about her, and I didn't care who knew it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You were sabotaging maybe because you wanted that ending. But yeah. she was pregnant already at that time, or she? Uh, later. Okay. Before the divorce was final, she got pregnant. Okay, so your wife walks into this public place, and there you are, like, just blatantly in front of everybody mm -hmm. in her hometown, yeah. so everyone could see yep. you're with another effing girl. She must have flipped. She did. Mm -hmm. She did. Yeah. So... That was ugly and traumatic for a, a, a little while, especially for my now current wife, because she was 19 at the time. And how old were you? Do you remember? I'm seven years. I'm seven years old. Okay, so you're her. 26, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and, and uh, so I, I was afraid that she would say, "I'm not down for this. This is too much." Right. But she 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 stuck in there, and then once she was pregnant, she really felt like she was obligated to go forward i i guess we're together and it's been 30 years so uh it's not just because of the kids of uh, course or anything like that mm -hmm. but it, it was ugly and we <laughs> but her uh her sex drive and my sex drive we were just doing it all the time right. so there's there's been other children after that too and we finally put a stop to that and no more kids but <laughs> uh and and then you know i think you're right that's about the time that my dissatisfaction you know i'm just here to make a paycheck nobody talks to me nobody you know i'm passing through here on my way to yeah. work pretty mm -hmm. much mm -hmm. and you know being a big baby yeah, but listen, a man child. Yeah, but a lot of guys, I think that is a valid thing. Like, listen, just like women shouldn't feel bad about having feelings, even if it's there's whatever. You, you shouldn't feel bad about that. I think that that's a very natural thing that happens. And it does happen to a lot of guys. Like, here you are, the man of the house, right? You're her yeah, guy, yeah. you know, and then in comes babies and you don't get that attention and it could be i think that that could be really hard for somebody i'm not a man but i could imagine it, yeah you, you pretty much get the stiff arm out of the way kid you know that's all that matters and i admire that of and course I'm and you want your and you want your wife to be to that protect. way right oh yeah mm -hmm. oh yeah mm -hmm. if if she imagines a the possibility of anything hurting one of her kids course I'll, I'll have to i'll have to stop her from doing what she's going to do next yeah but that's that's just how she is that's how moms are but yeah. i i was you know even though i was older i was not as mature mm -hmm. uh, you, you weren't know. that old i mean looking back now when you think oh my god you know you feel old at the time but how old are yeah. you 26 27 28 i still think that that's yeah. super young to be you're not fully would, formed yet that's all i'm saying you know to like totally judge yourself by your that's, actions that's very true mm -hmm. i was not not finished growing up no and and living 
a more responsible wife. But she she had the sex drive. Uh, back to what you were saying, mm-hmm. she had the sex drive like a guy, mm-hmm. and we we even before the 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 big reveal that I was having an affair with someone that I worked with. Yeah. Uh, we had decided that monogamy was not for us and because she likes girls mm-hmm. and I like girls too. So, <laughs> I'm, I, you know, like most, most, most guys, yeah. uh, think they go into it in the beginning, or at least I did in the beginning. This is how I'm going to get some extra on the side. Yeah. Uh, but it, but with her, mm-hmm. she actually had a, a straight up girlfriend, girlfriend that never had been with a guy. And I took that as a challenge and I eventually got her girlfriend and that, and later uh-huh. she admitted, I wanted to have her just for myself. I didn't want you to get with her too, but I convinced this person to be in a relationship with all three of us. Uh-huh. And as, uh-huh. as soon as, as soon as she consummated that relationship with me, um, my wife did not want her anymore. She wanted her just for herself. Oh, because, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the relationship with two women, apparently, I'll, I will never know, is very different than a male-female. And so we've had lots of people come in and out of our lives. I, there was a guy that I worked with. I called him up and said, hey, why don't you come over and help me fuck my wife? And he's like, you're shitting me. I said, no. Imagine that call. Uh, Yeah. And and, uh, he came over and record time, of course. And my wife said, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you did that. I said, you told me yes. So she goes and lays on the bed and pretends like she's asleep. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, that's not going to stop him. And they... He spread her legs and he went at it. And this guy, you know, I didn't know until he took his pants off. He was huge. Right. So that led to a long, uh, not career, but a span of hookups with my friend coming over and the two of us doing the guy, guy, girl, uh, DP, everything. Uh, One time, all three of us came at the same time. Uh, it was, it was great. And there was no jealousy. I was not worried about him saying or doing anything stupid because he was married. And, uh, and I even hooked him up one time and took the kids somewhere and let them be together alone, let them be together alone, you know, and, and, uh, it's kind of the mixture of jealousy and, I want to watch and I'm a little jealous and, but he eventually had, uh, he got caught and cause no he was hooking up with other people. He, he got caught with someone else by his wife. So oh, okay. But did she ever we, find we out lost, that he was hooking up with you guys too? Did she find out? I don't think she did. Okay. I don't think she ever did, but, uh, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, but I had, you know, another friend from work, you know, everybody knew that I worked with at that company that we were open. And if oh, they did. My wife, it, well, some of them. Uh, well, if you tell one guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're how long else. does it take before yeah. everybody knows? Yeah, yeah, of course. Especially if it's that kind of a situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and there was a couple of guys that I'd worked with that she she hooked up with, and you know. The first one with the great big huge 
dick. Yeah. Uh, she liked she liked him, and uh, as as far as the sex, he was good for that, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And then trying to think, there's some other people that we hooked up with uh, online. We found them. It didn't you know, Those don't always work out. You don't know who you're dealing with. I think that's the advantage of hooking up with friends that you kind of know them. You can feel them out and see, Hey, are they down with this? Are they okay with this? Are they going to talk? Do they run their mouth? And you you, you get more time to see if this is somebody that you would like to do this with. But we, we've always, uh, she, she'd got with a couple of people, you know, she paid me back a few times. And of course I didn't catch her. She told me, uh, you know, when we were about to break up one time. Oh, so me, after you cheated and she caught yeah, you in that time yeah. of you guys being kind of distant and relationship yeah. not so great, she fucked other people and then she told you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I get yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's not hard. She's, she's a very attractive woman uh, and she's very sexual. You can look at her and tell, at least that's my opinion. Oh, yeah, that kind of stuff you could smell from a mile away for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. She likes sex. I always say that, like, I think sexiness is, like, how much, it's not your, I mean, sometimes it's strictly your body and your makeup and maybe your clothes, but I think, like, sexiness is a lot of times, like, just how much you like sex. Like, I just think that's what's sexy. So it's not just so much what you look like. It's how you feel about it. Are you turned on by what you hear? I know I am turned on by what I hear. And that's why I love Dipsy Stories. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories made just for you. No matter what you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy is something for you. Whether you want to hear stories with two girls or two guys or stories about BDSM or solo play, you're going to find it on Dipsy. They have hundreds of stories to choose from and they release new content every week. So there's always something new to explore. Dipsy also has sleep stories now, wellness sessions, and they also offer written stories. And you know what I love about Dipsy is they have a jump to the action button, okay? I always talk about this because I think it's actually a really cool feature. If you are reading these stories and you just want to get right to the good parts because you're like, you know, don't have enough time or something, <laughs> you can do that. You could press a button and you're going to get right to where the action starts. What are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy now. For listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon. Dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. Thanks, Dipsy, for sponsoring this episode. That's that's very true. It's not just the the surface. Yeah, uh, there's no. a feeling you mm-hmm. the, they give off a pheromone or whatever, and you feel like yeah, they're a match. They would do, and that's what my wife says. I don't have a particular type. I just know it when I see it, when I encounter it. That's why we go to the clubs because it's not reading posts and sending emails and sending pictures back yeah. and forth mm-hmm. in, endlessly. You're 
you're there. You don't know their name. They don't know your name. Hey, would you like to, uh, or they're in the middle of an act with someone else and they, they look at you and they're not, you know, the long look, come on in. Yeah. And the sex club's great. It's awesome. I wish we had started going there years ago. Yeah. I'm uh, surprised you did it. I, I'm surprised I didn't either. Me being an uptight asshole. Sorry. You know? Oh, so you were the one that didn't want to. I got to a point where it was, you know, during the angry years, yeah. I'll call it, mm-hmm. uh, resentful. Uh, I couldn't do what I wanted. All right, I'll be good, but I'll be kind of a dick at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you know, off topic, but when people in your life, your family start dying, you start realizing this is going to be over one day. Yeah. I'm pissing it away. Yeah, 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 yeah. It made you and, it, it change your perspective. It, it does. In a good way. Both, right, for the better. In a, in a very good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, That's when the anger went away and yeah. the openness began. And, hey, let's do this. That's great. And all the things that I never wanted to do before – not just the, the sex club, but travel, things like that. Right. Being thoughtful, being thoughtful, mm-hmm. thinking of her as well every night. Uh, I put the lotion on the feet every night, even if oh. we're not going to have sex. Yeah. I do it every night because she loves it so much. And it feels good to give to someone else, not just take. Right. And so we're, and when we go to the club, uh, a lot more often than not, nothing happens. We people watch. We see the what so and so is wearing, and oh my God, we're not going to be those people that are that old coming to the club. And I'm just like, we're getting there. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. you, know, you know, it's it's kind of a a, a human zoo. Uh, she's more into the BDSM, so they this club has a, a dungeon, and she I signed her up to get. They had a sign up sheet for uh, Shibari, mm-hmm. the Japanese. Yeah. Club. Yeah. Uh, she she loved it. It was great. I, I put her name on it. Um, we we are both living life and not holding anything back anymore from each other mm-hmm. or or just ourselves being open. I, oddly enough, just want to do the, the guy, guy, girl thing. I, I really don't have that much interest in hooking up with another female. If it happens, it happens, but mm-hmm. I'm not seeking it like I did when I was younger. Isn't that interesting? It, it's, it's odd, you know, mm-hmm. my friend with a big dick, I would sometimes guide it into her. I, that's all I ever did, but it's like, you like it. Well, oh yeah. When, mm-hmm. when it's, when it's sex, the green light is on. And when I'm watching her, I could just watch. Uh, I tried to get her to do a few things uh, in public that she didn't want to be restrained because she was probably afraid of what I would do if she were restrained. Uh, right. uh, but uh, the uh, whipping, things like that, mm-hmm. there's there's a technique to it where you don't leave marks. And she probably would like me to, but I haven't worked up to that, uh, the leaving marks or anything. But we have... Toys at home, restraints, some some things I had to make myself. Uh, but it's we we've had more sex in the last two years, probably in a span of five years 
before that. Wow. Now, let me ask you this. Do you now not, because you're going to the swingers club and because, you know, hooking up with people that you knew and friends and coworkers, I don't know, it led to things going bad. Do you do that anymore? Or is it just strictly the swingers club now? That's the only place. Strictly you the swingers club, right. strictly mm-hmm. out, out of town. Right. Uh, a four hour drive away mm-hmm. so that we don't run into anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, no names, no phone numbers, nothing's exchanged while we're there. You you either get it while you're here or yeah, maybe next time. Right. And so we have hooked up with people at the club, but there have been times where we didn't see anything we liked. There was no one there. Uh, that we were interested in, and mm-hmm. no one approached us. But we still had a good time, right? Yeah, you know, just walking around. Uh, it's 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 an event because they have several different sections, so you'll see a little bit of everything. So, uh, but not not at home, not nearby. Uh, what are the sections of the swingers club? Like I know that you said there's a BDSM oh, section. There is yeah. uh, there's a dance. Well, there's a dance floor. Mm-hmm. And then there's the BDSM dungeon. And then uh, there's two hallways with rooms on each side. And they're themed rooms, uh, either with bolts so that you can use bondage equipment or just a, a big bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are kind of cheesy, the, 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 the decorate, decorating yeah. of the rooms. But uh, people leave the doors open or they will leave the, the blinds open on a window so you can watch them have sex. We walk through and just kind of constantly walking through, watching other people have sex. Right. Uh, and uh, I've tried to get her to go in sometimes, but she, you know, just get into that pile of bodies and just do whatever. But she's not there yet on that. Uh, I would probably have to arrange that ahead of time and that's nearly impossible well since you like the you know the guy on guy and you mm-hmm. know the mmf mm-hmm. threesome do you do that at the club is that what you guys do yeah well 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 we we have the you know it because there's so many people there the yeah. last time that we were there she got with the guy that was in front of us in line and i've got with the girl he was with right and we don't know each other's names and we don't want to know their names Mm -hmm. Uh, but it was it was you know i licked her front to back you know before i got her clothes off you know it was just do it right Mm -hmm. and and, uh and i looked over and there's my wife with the guy on top of her and i'm like this is great (laughs) yeah and your girl still likes girls. I mean, your wife still does. She hook up with women at the club as well. Oh, yeah, she yeah, she hooked up with the same girl that that, that you I did had hooked up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was an exchange there, but I didn't touch anybody's dick while I was at the club because you you know you you don't know how right. they're going to react. I knew this guy. I knew he wasn't going to say anything because he wanted to keep fucking my wife, probably. But. Uh, Right. So the crossing of the swords, do you ever do any more than just guiding it in? Have you ever, because I know that you said, oh, you know, when sex starts, like the green light goes on. So, I mean, have you done, have you done anything further with guys in the heat of passion? Uh, And we 
I think DVP. What's you know, DVP uh, again? Uh, dual, oh, double uh, vaginal. Double vaginal. So yeah. we were we were in in her like that, and that's the time that he and I both came at the same time, and she came because we were coming. And wow. Mm-hmm. So we were, you know, so yeah, we were rubbing our dicks together inside her, and I never did any more than that. Mm-hmm. But I kind of regret not going further i think i could have gone further Mm -hmm. uh you know sucked it or whatever but just to see what it was like yeah and she seemed to she seemed to enjoy it (laughs) immensely it looked like fun but uh i didn't didn't go any further than that but that's like something that you would be down for in the future if the right situation presented itself or like in the heat of the moment like that kind of a moment you would yeah Mm -hmm. yes yes uh absolutely uh, that might be as far as the, it, it goes, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I'm jogging my memory. I did actually do that once. There's been a lot of times we've hooked up with people. Uh, there was a guy yeah. that we hooked up with, and I, I did suck him for a little while because mm-hmm. I knew she would be thrilled. She seems to really like the guy on guy stuff. So, oh, she does. That's interesting. I, oh yes. Oh 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 yes. She liked the guy on guy stuff. And so I went for it. Mm-hmm. It's, it, there's been so many occasions. Uh, I, some of them aren't at the forefront of my memory. Yeah, yeah. One. Look at how you just like was like, oh, yeah, no, I actually did suck a dick once. I remember, yeah, I which I totally get because that's how many times you've been with other people. Yeah, it, it's it's. Mostly been the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. Me and uh, me, her and another man. Me, her and another woman. But it there hasn't been another woman. And well, there was at the sex club. Uh, that wasn't that long ago. But we plan on going back. We plan on maybe going down to Atlanta and trying some of the different clubs down there, and certainly far enough from home mm-hmm. and. See what happens. Of course, she always loves to prepare for a trip to the club because that means new clothes, new, new this, new that, new everything. <laughs> uh, so I she gets know. to go out and buy. You mean like buy oh, a bunch yeah. of things, right? What does she like oh, to wear? Yeah. What does she dress up at? Like oh, it, oh, uh, it's the body stocking with a dress that wraps so mm-hmm. that uh, you can easy access. No underwear. The, the she calls them her, her hooker shoes, uh, the big platform shoes, and yeah. she'll wear the collar. I, I have a really nice leather collar, and I'll have her on a on a chain. Mm-hmm. And I keep telling her, I said, one day I'm gonna I'm gonna see someone that they look like the right person to me. I'm gonna hand this chain to them, and they're gonna take you. And she said, okay. And is that the whole daddy dom thing that you guys have going on? Oh, yes. I take care of her, uh, which is something that I did not do properly. Her needs, consideration, it's that. And then the sexual component as well. Um, The daddy dom, it's you do, don't displease me. Do what makes me happy. She does. And I make sure to go out of my way to do everything that makes her happy that but I can within reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we have come to a 
a parallel. We're not on different paths anymore. Uh, we're on the same path going the same direction. That whole phase of you guys not really trusting mm-hmm. each other and almost mm-hmm. leaving each other, did that just end like two or three years ago? Yes. And how long did it last? Um, the, the the troubles? Yeah. The trouble that, oh, 17 years. Oh, you're kidding. We had we we were raising kids, and yeah. it probably looked like as soon as these kids leave, what are we going to do with each other? Yeah, we'll get the fuck. Well, we bye bye. We, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't have anything to do. I mean, we still had sex occasionally, uh-huh. and it was you know the hey, how you doing? <laughs> that was that's it. Wow, and, that's a long time. It's it, it, it was a long time that it was not good, mm-hmm. and. That was on me. It could have been good the whole time. She was but how there. interesting that, you know, somebody listening, it could give somebody hope. I mean, you know, you guys really turned that around, you know, a, seven, oh, a 17 yeah. year long term dissatisfaction. You know, most yeah. people would think, uh, you know, if I had to bet money, right, you're, you're going to be like, I'm not betting that this is going to last. You know, I'm going to throw yeah. down on this oh. ends, <laughs> you know. There are people that talk to my wife mm-hmm. and say, are you two still married? And mm-hmm. they're surprised uh, because it was clear from the outside we were not happy. Right. And it was very forced in any kind of public gathering. Uh, yeah, we all we know those couples. Hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, know those not, couples. They're yeah. not happy. And now that things have changed when things started changing and whatever my anger was about mm-hmm. went away. She said, now that you're, I've got you fixed just right. You probably have a brain tumor or something wrong with you. That's why you've changed. <laughs> or, or, she said, there's probably something wrong with you because it's been a very dramatic change, Yeah, but it, it, it has, but the sex came back, the, the passion, the lust, uh, all of that return. Mm-hmm. And and new things like your you just treat her better, like you said. Yeah, you know, yes, right? I mean, just you know, so I'm sure now it must be so crazy for those people that used to see you at you know parties and stuff. Just oh like yes, not connected. They could really probably see the change. They can see the change because also we we go travel places, go do things, things we never did before. Right. You, you, you would have to take me, you know, kicking and screaming to go on a family vacation. Oh, interesting. Now, mm-hmm. it, 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 and so to your point, you, there's no kids. That might be the difference. Yeah. You, you really couldn't get past that. No attention to your, to you. Yes. Everything, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you have a, a couple of little girls, everything's about them. And for and a long time. It was for a long time. Yeah. Very long time. And and I just want to be clear, they they did get my attention. I was not angry at them. Of course. I just wasn't right. happy with that yeah. situation. I did all when she was at work, I did the babysitting and people were yeah. shocked. Yeah, yeah. Who's watching your kids? My husband. Yeah. Their father. They're his kids too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So 
Yeah, I was with a friend last night and she was saying something because, you know, when you get older and you're dating people, the, the, everyone has baggage with kids. And she's like, oh, my God, he's seeing his girl. And she's like already 16 and he has to see her for three years. I'm like, she, she's like, and she's already an adult. She's 16. I'm like, she's not an adult at 16. Most no. people, there's, you know, kids are not adults. No. They're like 18 out of the house. I mean, it's a long time you're a parent and that is your first priority. Sorry. This it, is the it, way it's that it is. very, very true. Uh Although we all know those people that really treat their kids as, you know, a piece of furniture. They don't yeah, care. Yeah, right, but, right, so exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I'd have to say I'm not glad that that was an asshole for that 17-year period, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that she was a, great, a good mother. And you were a good father. You don't have to forgive yourself yeah. for that because that would be a lot harder to wrap your head around if you did change oh, yeah. and come out of and think like, oh my God, like I, I treated, how did I treat my kids, you know? Um, but yeah. you didn't. You were a good dad, which is great. You didn't take it out on them. No, I did not. And, and at the same time, uh, I'm probably better to them now because they play me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I bought more tires this week. <laughs> than I ever have in my life, but I don't want them to be on bad tires. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that's cute. Uh, but let's go to that, to the, so that dramatic change. Like, yeah. I know that you brought up, oh, there was like some deaths like and stuff like that. Is that what you think attributed to that big change in you? The passing of parents, mm-hmm. family members, and the kids are now on their own. Yeah. Uh, they have their own jobs. They have their own lives. Uh, it was just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And one of my parents died last year. And that was it. My parents are gone. And it was a taking effect over the last couple of years. Uh, and then when my mother died, that was very hard harder mm-hmm. than I thought it was going to be. Interesting, which sounds yeah. kind of like an asshole thing to say. No. Of course it's hard. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't want to live my life angry. And mm-hmm. and I didn't live my life less, you know, alone, isolated. I'd rather be with this person that stuck with me when she should have run away um, probably on more than one occasion. Yeah. Uh, and that's a gift. It's like my eyes were open. I could see things clearly. I I told her one time, it's like going from black and white to color. Yeah, I totally understand. See see and feel and empathize with Mm -hmm. people more, Mm -hmm. more so. So, Yeah, that's a big change because I know that um, I quit drinking, you know, like 17 years ago and I always explain like quitting drinking and how much it changed me to be like it was like it's like going from being in a pitch black room to turning the fucking lights on like that's like the difference. So for you to exchange like I could only imagine then that that must have been that's how deep the change was. It's like similar to the change I went through through doing that. I mean, that is that's major. That's like you went through a major transformation. I mean, it took her a long time to really like, is this real? Yeah. Because she, she's, she's no sucker. She <laughs> wanted to make sure that this is real yeah. and it took a long time. And my God, the way she looks at me and smiles at me now, it's worth it. Right. I mean, at one, at one time, if a woman approached me and propositioned me, I would have done it. I know I would have done it. But now I'm absolutely confident. I'm not going to do anything 
that's going to cause problems with my wife. Now, we may go fuck some people together, yeah, but I'm not going to fuck up by myself. Uh, and for what? I can get this with her. Right. You know? it, it doesn't make sense when you're looking back. No, I mean, doesn't. at least you're, like I said in the beginning, like, why does that person, because I've heard it before, you're not the first one mm-hmm. that has done that. You know, why does that person that has the total okay go out and then cheat? And, you know, I was glad that you could kind of put into words and be self aware enough to, you know, yes. let people know where that comes from. And uh, you're we very Pure honest. selfishness. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's, it's a selfish. The feeling of, ooh, I got away with something. And really, I, I didn't have to get away with anything. And all I but did it, was set I, myself up to, for trouble. But I think it also was, and maybe you're not putting this in the story, and it needs to be, that there was a little dissatisfaction of what was going oh, on yes. between them. Because you were feeling, you know, hurt by the fact that you weren't getting the attention anymore because of the kids. No. You know, so that was that, a part of it, too. Not that it's uh, right, yes. you know, but that also comes into play. It it, it definitely was a factor because yeah. she was that kind of mom. Everything at school, clothes, hair, perfect. If they if the other kids had it, they were going to have it too. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. So so she put put them that's the whole generation. First. Those all those parents, every kid had got everything they fucking wanted. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Well. The tough thing about that is, as a man, and I think you pointed this out before, it's like a double-edged sword because on one sense, like, would you respect her as a mother if she didn't fucking care about her children? She was tending to you all the time and you were still, like, the end-all, be-all? You know, no. You want her no. to be a great mom, but then you're like, fuck, what about me? So it is don't, a Yeah, tough don't place. forget about me. <laughs> yeah. You know, you want that balance as a man, but it's hard for the woman to have a balance because as a woman who had a child and I, I can't and I didn't I was a single mom. I can't tell you how many times in the first couple of years, like I would go in my bedroom and I was like, thank fucking God, I do not have to blow someone or talk to somebody mm-hmm. At this yes. point, I felt so happy because you are ex- your brain is effing fried at the end of the day when you have exactly. kids as a woman. So you get, you know, I, you understand everybody in this situation. You understand the woman who can't tend to her guy. I understand that most women don't and it falls to the way. But you also have to understand that how is that guy feeling? He doesn't feel fucking good. And, it, you know, he's upset and it's not working for him. You understand that person in that situation yes. too. Everyone has needs. Yeah. And, not, and, and, and no one's needs are going to be met at all times. Yeah. It's going to be some give and take. But as a mother, as you just described, you don't need a, another kid that weighs 200 pounds. You know? <laughs> yeah humping on your leg you know so and the kids needs like you just said not everyone's needs needs to be met your needs don't need to be met but the kids needs do you know that's what it's like it is life and death when you have children like you have to those kids have needs that have to be met and as a mother like your instinct is to feed them clothe them bathe them you know all that kind of stuff and so of course you're going to be like oh he could fucking do it for himself but therein lies a big problem i think i think it's very common that that 
situation happens, there are so many guys listening to this episode like, oh yeah, that's me right now. I think what's so interesting about your story is that you're here to say, and I love your story because it's real mm-hmm. life. You know, I think sometimes you, it's, yeah. not, it's not a fucking movie. This is real life. It didn't happen overnight. You didn't click like out of being that selfish asshole. Over- it took 17 years, yeah. but you're a different person. Your relationship changed and you're here to say that it you can be that couple right. that has lost everything and lost their whole connection to each other could find their way back. As long as both parties are willing, yeah. it's possible. Mm-hmm. As long as, because she's been waiting for me to to stop being a jerk yeah. for a very long time. And of course she gave up on it a long time ago. That's never gonna happen. So that's why she was a little bit wary of is this for real, you know, but. And how about you for trusting her? Because she did throw in your face that she had cheated on you at a certain point too. Like how were, did you feel like it took you some time to trust her as well? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's, that's true. You know, guys want to have their way. They want to have their cake and eat it too. Oh yeah. So, uh, it, you just have to suck it up. You have to humble yourself and be realistic. This is a, a person. This is not my property. And they have feelings too. And you, the more you give to them, the more you get back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, mm-hmm. it was always the case, but something about being sneaky is seductive. Uh, and and uh, lots of guys do it and they, lose really good women yeah because they it didn't have to be that way and that was my story it didn't have to be that way i'm glad that i'm able to bring this story that shows full circle yeah good to bad back to good yeah but sometimes uh, people don't end that way though just good to bad to end bye-bye yeah Mm -hmm. and and, uh, i wouldn't blame her if she had left yeah and i partially expected that she would at some point, even Mm -hmm. up to the point where the the girls were out of the house that she would leave and go out on her own. She can do, she could be miserable alone. She doesn't have to be miserable with me. Yeah. So make yourself attractive, make yourself desirable by being a good person, a kind person and considerate person. And I get to go to sex clubs with her. Right. That's what 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 else is there? Yeah. What's so great is that it's not like you had to give up who you were. Like you said, you did just come full circle that you guys were always these open people that wanted to live your life and be hedonistic and you know do whatever Um, and you're doing it now but you're maybe it's like you're doing it a little smarter because you're older you're wiser you've been there done that. Yes. Uh, you, you you see that you're past the halfway point of your life. Yeah. Well, it's coming. Like it or not, it's coming. Yeah. So what what are you going to do? Keep doing the same stupid shit you've been doing? Right. You're going to keep getting the same stupid shit you got. Mm-hmm. And so I've tried to, as best I can, to straighten myself up and be a better person, a better partner. She she loves that word partner, yeah. Uh, not husband wife, mm-hmm. but partner. But you know, 
we've uh, been together almost 30 years and a lot of her has rubbed off on me finally and some of some things about me have rubbed off on her you you you're either growing together or you're growing apart and we totally finally growing together yeah but it, it's it's all out there it's possible it's absolutely possible if you make your mind up yeah, I love it. I really believe, and I say this all the time, like, I don't care how old you are, as long as you're alive. I mean, to me, life is about sort of we're like we're born and then we're, we're given a lot of fucking issues and we need to like resolve them. Like, that's what life is. It's work, you know, get to work on yourself, work on your fucking self and become yes. a better person. And as long as you're alive, that's what you're here to do. So, you know, and listen, you changed at whatever age you did, but that's like amazing. That's what life is about and like I said I don't care if you're 80 or 18 you know that it's possible to completely change and grow as a person and I love that that's what I love about life I've seen it happen to me a million yeah. times like I said I had that life changing moments in my life I love to see them in other people's lives I love watching yes. biographies because I think if you typically watch someone throughout their whole life you're going to see different places and different parts and you're going to see people them. totally change and that's real life you know sometimes people are only looking at someone in like the chapter where they're at right now and if they're like doing really great people get jealous and they're like oh that person has it all or why is it my life that way yep. it's like life is never going to be one way and it shouldn't be and there's no top of the mountain that you stay at and I do believe that you could always grow and change and that's what you always need to take out of like really horrific situations and I love that you came out of like a really hard time really taking mm -hmm. the lesson out of it life is fucking short you're just gonna die yeah. like it's really gonna happen yeah. okay i don't think people get that i've always got that so i've always like live fucking life i love being alive yes. and have fucking fun but a lot of people do not get that you are just going to die one day and it could be tomorrow and it could be whenever it, it's gonna happen it, yeah it could be today and then what Right. Uh, Live life. Uh, Go on those uh, vacations. You, you, you better. Yeah. We are doing everything that mostly she wanted to do that I did not want to do. And now I enjoy it tremendously. Wow. I have more options. Yeah. I see things that didn't interest me are fascinating. Yeah. You know, art museums, things like that. Love it. Uh, so so it, it's, it is possible. It's Right. You're like you opened yourself up enough to actually see things like you just said that like you wouldn't even know you're interested no. in. That's like super yeah. important for people to hear because you just maybe there are these things that you can enrich your life with that you never knew that you're like saying no to. Um, but if you do open yourself up and change like these things could happen and you never know what the next chapter is going to be. But that's absolutely true because look at me. <laughs> yes, I love it. I'm obsessed with your story, Mark. I love it. It has so much to it. There's the SEX that my callers love, but there's just so, I just think people are going to love this because I think 
everything that you and your wife went through, besides the fact that people are going to be a lot, very jealous of like all the openness in your relationship, that I don't think that's common. But what's super common is that whole other thing that you were going through with the kids and the cheating and the dissatisfaction yes. and the growing apart. And I love that you are you were self-aware enough to know where that all came from. Talk about how you got through it, how it changed your life as well as your relationship. And now you're yeah. still living your best sex life too, yes. as well as regular life. So it's just such I'm, a great effing story. I'm getting a do over. Yeah. And it's yeah. not even a do over. You're still alive. Like that's what people don't get. Like you don't, it's not, a, you're, this is it. You're, you know, you're, this, you're doing it. This is it. the only do over. Yeah. You, the only do over you will get is the one you make for yourself. Yeah, exactly. It's not doing it. It's over. It's just, you're, it's the next chapter. It's like where you're at now. You can change your whole life. And that's what life's about, I just think. And like I said, I love your story because it's got so many Thank layers you. to it. And this is the kind of stuff I live for on my show. And I think it's actually going to help I'm people. Fine. Yeah, I really do. I think so many guys are going to be listening and are going to really be able to relate to that 17 year place yeah. you were in. Yeah. It's not the end. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love it. Thank you so much for calling okay. in. Let me ask you a quick, quick, quick question. Cause I was wondering sure. this the whole time. Does your wife know that you listen to my show? Does she know that we you're coming on? We listen to it together on our way to the sex club. Oh, no so, way. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I told her, I said, Hey, do you want to be on a podcast? And she's a very private person. Yeah. I mean, to be as open yeah. and live the life she she would not want to. Of course, uh huh. To do to do that, but yeah, I told her I was doing it. Oh, I love it! So she's gonna hear this. Yeah, I don't keep anything from her. All right, awesome. I love that. I love that you're listening. I love your story. I love your story with your husband's story. I'm talking to your wife right now. It's totally cool that you yeah. want to come on, but. Your guy's story is so inspiring. If you want to send me pics for my Patreon, you know, anonymous pics, and she's knows and she's down, that would be effing great. If you do, that's cool. I'll put it okay. in the intro. If not, it's totally cool. Okay. All right, awesome. I'll see you about some pictures. All thank right, you. cool. Thank Bye. you. Tell her I say thank you for letting you come on and share your guy's awesome story. I will. All right, thanks, Mark. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone?
someone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.